0: Hello and welcome to another message of The Latter Rain Ministries, where we are dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. We hope that our ministry is helping you get closer to the Lord by helping you understand better His ways. If you have any questions or just need some prayer, please feel free to contact us through our website at www.thelatterrain.org. We would be glad to help. We'd also like to make you aware that our English audio messages are now available as podcasts through iTunes. Please look for us in the Apple iTunes Store under Podcasts, as the Latter Rain Ministries to subscribe. We hope this will make it easier for you to stay tuned. And now, as part of today's look into God's Word, we will be seeing Proverbs chapter 28. We'll be taking a closer look at just how critical it is to search for God's law or the Word of God that the Word of God is the person of Jesus Christ Himself, and also how His Word needs to be applied to everyday life and in every aspect of our lives. Please stay with us for the next few minutes as we listen to today's message. Let's pray together for a few moments and ask the Lord for his guidance and understanding and that what we will discuss today will penetrate deep within our hearts and our minds. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, hallowed and glorified be your name. I praise you, O oh Lord, for your goodness and your mercy and your grace, O oh Lord, because they're, they are awesome and wonderful every day. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, O Lord, that you please forgive my sins and that you forgive my wrongs, Lord God. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray humbly, Lord God, now that that you please guide us, that you help us understand, O Lord. Help us, O Lord, to understand, Lord God, what we will be sharing today, that your Holy Spirit may be able to speak through me and, and to me, Lord God, as you have been. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus for each and every person, Lord, that they may, they may understand that this is your word, this is your will, Lord God, this is what you desire, Heavenly Father. I give you thanks and I pray for your, for your blessing upon each and every person, Lord God, that is listening. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today we'll be looking at Proverbs chapter 28, and this is what we read. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Because of the transgression of a land, many are its princes, but by a man of understanding and knowledge, right will be prolonged. A poor man who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain which leaves no food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand all. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one Perverse in his ways, though he be rich. Whoever keeps the law is a discerning son, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. One who increases his possessions by usury and extortion gathers it for him who will pity the poor. One who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Whoever causes the upright to go astray in an evil way, he himself will fall into his own pit but the blameless will inherit good. The rich man is wise in his own eyes, but the poor who has understanding searches him out. When the righteous rejoice, there is great glory, but when the wicked arise, men hide themselves. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Happy is the man who is always reverent, but he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Like a roaring lion and a charging bear is a wicked ruler over poor people. A ruler who lacks understanding is a great oppressor, but he who hates covetousness will prolong his days. A man burdened with bloodshed will flee into a pit. Let no one help him. Whoever walks blamelessly will be saved, but he who is perverse in his ways will suddenly fall. He who tills the land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity will have poverty enough. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, because for a piece of bread a man will transgress. A man with an evil eye hastens after riches and does not consider that poverty will come upon him. He who rebukes a man will find more favor afterward than he who flatters with the tongue whoever robs his mother or his father and says it is no transgression the same is companion to a destroyer he who is of a proud heart stirs up strife but he who trusts in the lord will be prospered he who trusts in his own heart is a fool but whoever walks wisely will be delivered he who gives to the poor will not lack but he who hides his eyes will have many curses When the wicked arise, men hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous increase. Today we'll be talking about something that should be key to every believer and follower of Jesus Christ. Something that is the foundation of everything in the universe, and that is God's law or God's word. There is nothing more critical to all of us than understanding the dire need for God's word in our lives. And how it needs to be an integral part of our life. I can never emphasize this enough. And I know I've said this many times and shared this many times in the past. Throughout today's passage, as we just read, we see the importance of the law of God. And that it is the source of everything good. So let's begin by seeing first that the Word of God is more than just a collection of words on printed pages. The Word of God is a person. The person of Jesus Christ. In John chapter 1, the Bible teaches us this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. So the Word of God is the person of Jesus expressed in language. That's why we cannot see the Bible just as a book on theology, or as a history book, or a book on doctrine, and so on. The Word of God is much more than that. God's will God's ways, and ultimately the way to God is found through the Word, through the Scriptures. That's why Jesus also said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except for me. And how do we learn the way to get to God the Father? Through the Word, through the person of Jesus Christ, through the path that we see in the fullness of the Scriptures, not just some passages or verses here and there. We learn through the Bible that everything was created through the word of god the gospel of john also tells us this all things were made through him speaking of christ and without him nothing was made that was made if we go back to genesis we read that god spoke things into existence through the word genesis chapter 1 verse 3 says then god said let there be light and there was light Genesis chapter 1 verse 6 says, Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Genesis 1 9 says, Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. So throughout the creation we see this phrase that God said. And then at the culmination of creation, we see that God made man, where in verse 26, they, not he, said, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. In the original Hebrew, the word God that is used is a plural God, meaning more than one God, meaning that the word, Jesus Christ, was present. Everything was created by Jesus Christ and through Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1 says, for by him, speaking of the lord all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created through him and for him and he is before all things and in him all things consist so not only was everything created by the lord and through the lord but in him All things consist, meaning that nothing in this universe can maintain its existence without Jesus Christ, without the Word of God. That's just how significant this Jesus is, the Word of God. That's why it is so important to get into the Word of God, into the person of Jesus Christ, into the supreme and almighty being on which every single thing and being depends on, whether we believe it or not. Whether people accept him or not, he is the one that everything depends on. And so every single thing, the visible and invisible, the physical and the spiritual, all dimensions depend on the word of God without exception. If we just begin to understand these concepts, we can then realize just how important and critical the word is. Who or what is greater? The earth or the one that created the earth? Is the sun greater than its creator? Is the galaxy greater than its creator? Is mankind or the universe and everything in it greater than its maker? Absolutely and irrefutably not. It's impossible. Are we starting to get the picture? We say the word God very easily, but do we even comprehend that at the very least what that means and who we are talking about? No. Many people just don't have the ability to even begin to understand who we are talking about and what he is capable of. Now let's start to take a look at the practical side of the Word of God, if you will. And one of the infinite many reasons he should be so important to us. In the Word of God, we find life. And more exactly, we find eternal life. Peter started to grasp the beginnings of the truth of God when he said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. There's only one source of knowledge where we can find eternal life, and that is through Jesus Christ. Through the word of God, imprinted on the pages of the Bible, do we find what we need to know and do in order to have this eternal life that Christ spoke of. There is nothing else that can explain what needs to happen in our lives What we need to do. As we just explained also. We are dependent on the word of God. Our very lives depend on it. Jesus said it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So the word of God is more important than food. And if we understand what has been explained so far. It should start becoming fairly obvious now. And so together with that. The Word of God is also God's practical instruction to mankind. Within God's Word, we can find the instructions and answers to everything. It's all in there. Do you want to find eternal life? It's in there. Do you want to learn how things were made? That's in there. Do you want to know who God is and what he is capable of? That's in there also. Do you want to learn how to treat God? That's in there. Do you want to learn how you should treat your fellow man? We're taught that in the Scriptures. Do you want to learn how to have a good and meaningful relationship or relationships? That's all in there. Do you want to know how to choose a good wife or husband? How to be a good wife or a husband? How to raise your children? How to become a successful person? How to become a good leader? How to learn good ethics? How to be a good administrator? That's all in there. The Word of God addresses every single thing known to mankind. It teaches us about the past, about the present, and both the near and not so near future. We learn who wins in the end, and that if you have any kind of brain, you really want to be on the winning side, because the winner wins big, and the loser, well, they lose eternally. And of course, no one gets a trophy or a pass just for participating. We gain understanding and wisdom through the Word of God. That's the only way it happens, by having the Spirit of God within you and by spending time reading and studying and applying the Word of God to your life. It takes work, but it will all happen without exception if you do the work. Through the Word of God, we can avoid problems by applying God's Word to our lives. I've heard many people over the years say that they need to have their own experiences so they can learn. And that is far away from what the Bible teaches. Unfortunately, many people would much rather go through the pain and agony of their own foolishness than just avoiding the heartache altogether. God gives us his word so we can avoid the pitfalls, so we can avoid making mistakes, so we don't have to have any remorse or regret out of bad decisions and so on. He wants and intends to save us the trouble. That's why he gives us his instruction to begin with through his word. The problem is that there is no turning back from certain decisions or mistakes. That's what we take for granted or we think that that's possible. For instance, if a person disregards God's salvation and believes they can save themselves through some other means and they die that way, there is no coming back from hell. There is no do over, ladies and gentlemen. There is no asking for another opportunity. That's it. So if you reject God and the salvation that can only be found through Jesus Christ, then there is no salvation. Now, some people may ignorantly say, well, then that's what it will be. And they might say or think that because they just don't know or don't believe something that they have nothing to worry about. So let's put a little perspective on it. If you want to get an idea of hell, and make like it's not a big deal to get it wrong, I wonder if you have the guts or the lack of common sense to pour gasoline on your arm, for instance, and let yourself on fire. Then tell me if it's not a big deal. Now, I think about something as dreadful as gasoline burn, and I could wonder and I'd think, you know, putting that all over yourself and living in that state forever, I think that would be a big deal. I think that is a huge risk to, to take. So I don't think we could just be this this careless and saying, well, if, if I get it wrong, so what? No, if you get it wrong, it's a big problem. And there is no turning back after that. The Bible explains also that if we knowingly reject God's knowledge, nothing good will come out of that. We only find problems, heartache, and in the worst case scenario, destruction and perdition. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. So if we knowingly outright reject the Lord and his word we wind up hurting ourselves it's just that simple if we understand everything that has been explained in the end looking for the lord and for his word only makes sense it is for our own good nothing else can give us what the word of god gives us we need to be convinced of the fact that the bible is the word of god and that everything we are and everything around us depends on His Word, on His law. It is in our best interest to understand exactly what and who the Word of God is, and that we should just yield to His magnificence. If we profess to be Christians, actual followers of Christ, then we should dedicate ourselves fully to looking for Christ through His Word every day. We should spend time reading, studying, and applying His Word to every aspect of our lives if we want for every aspect of our life to be transformed, changed, and blessed, if we want to experience the Lord as He intends and desires to be experienced. God wants for every person to have a deep, intimate, meaningful, and personal relationship with Him. That's how much He loves us. And that is just how great He is. My most excellent advice to everyone is to make God's Word the foundation of everything in your life because it's only for your own good. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Holy Lord, hallowed and glorified be Your name. Lord, I cannot thank You enough for Your Word for your law, for your direction, your instructions. You didn't just leave us wandering around aimlessly on this earth. But Lord, you you were so good and kind enough to give us your instruction, your guidance, your wisdom, your understanding. You gave us a way to find the truth. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks because Truly are good, because Lord God, you don't want to lead us astray or having us guessing of what is it that we should be doing. But Lord, everything is is in your word. Every single answer to everything, everything that we could possibly need, is in your word, in your holy word. Heavenly Father, I can't thank you enough for Jesus Christ and for the salvation and grace that we find through him and for the sacrifice that you did that you made through his life what he went through so that we could have salvation so that we could have eternal life heavenly father i give you thanks for your goodness for your mercy heavenly father help us to always bear in mind to understand the true value of your word and that every single thing in our lives and around us depends on your word. Heavenly Father, help us to see your word for exactly what it is, Lord God. And it is absolutely necessary and imperative that we make your word a part of our lives, that we may live it, Lord God, that we may breathe it, Heavenly Heavenly Father, I pray for each person that is listening. I pray, Lord God, that you put a special hunger in their hearts for you, for your word, Lord God. That they may hunger after you. That they may feel a need, a deep desire to look and search for the scriptures. And to find out for themselves just what who you are. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks and I praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please join us again next time as we continue looking into God's Word together. Please feel free to write to us through our website if you have any questions or just need some prayer. Our web address again is www.theladderrain.org. The Ladder Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. The Lord is near. May God bless you.